Welcome back to the Small College Basketball Podcast. My name is Chris Cottrell, and with more than 10 years of small college basketball coaching experience and entering our third season of full coverage here on the Small College Basketball Podcast, this is the only podcast with interviews, news, and highlights that celebrates the incredible coaches, players, and programs across all of small college basketball, celebrating NCAA Division II, NCAA Division III, the NAIA, the NCCAA, and the USCAA. Small College Basketball would like to thank Visit Central Florida for their support of the podcast and the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Start planning your Central Florida vacation now at visitcentralflorida.com. That's visitcentralflorida.com. Welcome back to the Small College Basketball Podcast. Of course, I'm Chris Cottrell, and we are celebrating the players, the programs, the coaches, and the history of small college basketball. We have to thank Visit Central Florida for their support of the podcast and their support of the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. So if you haven't done so already, go to Central Florida, visit centralflorida.com and plan your Central Florida vacation. Uh, Today's guest, this is exciting. I am really excited about this one. Uh, He is a special individual, a special player, someone I've admired uh, from afar and someone I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar with but are going to get a chance to actually meet uh, from our discussions in the past. Trevor Hudgens, former Northwest Missouri State standout, current guard overseas in the EuroLeague in France's uh, EuroLeague in Le Mans. Trevor, man, we've been working on getting this scheduled. Thank you so much for doing this. No, thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. And And if you would, just – explain you know where you're at in france what region what city and how you know how everything is going over there you just got over there recently you know within the last 10 days or so yeah um like you said i'm in le mans it's about i would say two and a half hours away from paris um west the west of paris um it's a good size good size town um you know Got over here less than a month ago, so um, everything's new to me. I'm still learning a bunch of things. I still have to use the GPS to get around. So, uh, no, it's been it's been pretty fun though. Um, learning a lot, so I'm excited to be here. Yeah, and it's early on for you in your season with them. Um, right now you're coming off the bench. How's the transition been from? you know, NBA workouts and your opportunity with the Rockets to now playing here in France? Um, It's just a totally different game over here. Um, Just the defensive schemes to even the pick and rolls in the NBA is, is, is different than the pick and rolls over here and the defensive schemes we have over here. Um, you know, it's smaller, smaller space. Uh, the three-point line is shorter than the NBA, um, but the players are aren't shorter. It feels <laughs> like um, competitiveness is is at an all-time high over here. I think um, every single night is competitive, and I feel like every game matters over here. Um, as as the NBA, I think eighty two games. I think they get a bad rep that they don't think a lot of the players play hard and stuff like that. And it's all about offense. Um, over here, I don't think there's a bad rep about anything over here. It's, 
it's probably the the best basketball I've played. Um, I think besides probably Northwest, um, in terms of just just IQ and just everyone's smart, everyone can shoot, um, and it's just high level basketball over here. Yeah, so this transition obviously has been within the last month. Uh, last month, we we did have the opportunity, though, to announce uh, an award that was named in your honor. Small College Basketball, John McCarthy, announced at the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame induction ceremony the creation of the Trevor Hudgens Award. And we're going to talk about what it means in a moment. Well, when when John called you, what was what was your first emotion? Um, I was shocked at first. Um, I was actually in the airport going back to Houston. Um, for the summertime. Uh, but he he called me and he was you know telling me about an award and everything. And then he was like, "How'd you like it if we named it after you?" and you know, I was just like, I'll be honored. Like that's the first thing that came out of my mouth. Um, and I'm I'm very honored to even be, you know, a thought in this whole thing. Um, you know, he called me and you know, the rest is history. It took some time to work some things out and get it get it orchestrated and um it it's uh, you know, it turned out to be a reality and now now it's here and I'm very happy about it. Yeah, so the award for the listeners is presented annually to the senior who has had the finest overall four-year career inside of small college basketball. That can be NCAA Division II, NCAA Division III. It can be the NAIA, USCAA, or uh, the NCCAA. And the considerations are, of course, you know, the stats, the achievements, team achievements, individual awards, personal character, for you, all of which are beyond reproach. Uh, but that player, in order to receive the award, must play their entire career at the small college level. And when you committed to Northwest Missouri State and Coach Ben McCullum, in your wildest dreams, did you ever imagine that your college basketball career would end up this way where, you know, try out for the Rockets, um, multiple national championships, multiple player of the year awards, and, you know, now you're in France playing professionally with an award named after you. I mean, this is your career, man, has been tremendous. And so in your wildest dreams, like, what did you think was going to happen? Um, I don't even know. Not none of this. None of this <laughs> I didn't think was going to happen. Um, I didn't even know if we were going to win a championship. Um, but, you know, through the grace of God, everything happened, and I'm extremely blessed just to, you know, be able to go through it all and and have the teammates I've had and the coaching staff and just the support group around me, my family, friends, the fans from uh Northwest, and you know, it's just a it's just a blessing just to even be a part of all this and just get into the to the highest level of the NBA and beyond two way, um, you know, just going to the Rockets locker room every single day was, was still a shock to me. Um, it was a dream come true. And then now still playing professionally overseas, 
Um, I, you know, I couldn't even picture it. I couldn't even picture this, uh, in 2017, 2018, but it's here now. And, um, I'm just, you know, keep it going, keep it rolling and we'll see how it goes. You mentioned your coaching staff and of course, coach McCollum, um, Talk about your relationship with Coach McCollum because he is considered to be, as he should be, one of the best coaches in all of college basketball, regardless of level. Offensively, he's terrific. And, of course, he gets you to play hard and compete defensively and on the glass. So talk about your relationship with Coach McCollum, maybe where it started, because he's tough on freshmen and on point guards, and then where yeah. it ended up. Um. You know, when I first got there, we had Justin Pitts, D2 player of the year. So, you know, that was kind of his main focus, you know, because he started, played 40 minutes. So when I got there, I was just kind of, you know, the freshman trying to defend Justin Pitts and getting whooped every day by him. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't really that much fun, but, you know, it helped me out in the process. Um, and then this, the next year um, – we actually went 38-0 that year. He was kind of on me a little bit more. And, you know, you know, he we kind of built a relationship more that year, I feel like. Um, and we went 38-0, and for a good reason, too. You know, like you said, he's a great coach offense, offensively and defensively. Um, and I think he he's really he's really good at, like, building a relationship with you and then knowing how you – you work and how you respond to things and, and all that while still letting you have fun. And I feel like he did that with me and he knows how to push you for sure. Cause he definitely still pushes me to this day. He still, you know, gives me that competitive edge. Um, we talk almost every week. Um, but, you know, just my, my second year, you know, he, he kind of turned it up on me a little bit and, he kind of he almost asked like are you are you really serious about basketball are you do you really want to be great and I told him yes and that's when it you know things started to change um I think that's when I think that's when um you know my game went to another level uh and after that I started getting NBA workouts and all sorts of things started falling into place. And, um, you know, I appreciate everything he's, did, he's done for me um, and still does for me. And I couldn't thank him enough. I want to circle back to something you said. You mentioned that in your first year as a freshman, you're getting your butt whooped by Justin Pitts. And, <laughs> you know, he's playing 40 minutes a game. Yeah. You know, what is – what is your message to, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more, but like, what is your message to college freshmen? Cause you were an outstanding high school player in Kansas. And when you go to college, it's another level. I mean, so, so what yeah. would your message be to, you know, a college freshman trying to get time? Um, I would just say compete, um, be a sponge, learn from everyone. Um, I mean, you know, you can always you can always work hard and everything, but you gotta you gotta have some feel and you gotta, you know, understand the what the coaches want and the offense and the defense and then as well as having, you know, trust with your teammates so you can play your best and 
I think that all comes with the relationships you have with your teammates. So spend as much time as you spend spend as much time as as you can with your teammates um, to build that trust relationship. So when you're on the court, everything is smooth. Um, and at the end of the day, it's basketball. Have some fun. Uh, you know, compete as always, but have some fun at the end of the day. Yeah, I I think that's such an important message because it is a huge jump from guys to play you know, at the high school level to any level of college is a huge jump. And so I think that's a a terrific message, especially you're playing behind Justin Pitts. You're trying to get time. He's really good. You're also really good. You're only going to make each other better if you can handle it. Right. Yeah. Um, What's your best coach McCollum story? There's got to be something. You got to have one in the archives for us. Um. Man, best story, best story. Or, or maybe what's um, a what's a moment that the listeners wouldn't expect? Like everyone, like we all know, Coach McCollum is like very focused, very intense. Like, what's something the listeners wouldn't expect to know about him? Man, I I don't know. I I would say he's just you know he's goofy outside of basketball. Like he's yeah. he's funny. Like like. He flips the switch when it's when it's time to play like a game. Intensity, Coach Matt comes out. But when we're off the court and we're just hanging out, like he's a pretty funny guy. Um, fun to be around, definitely. Um, you know, he's just he's just a you know a, a good guy. At the end of the day, um, he's not you know the 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 intense coach that. That's scary to, you know, the freshman. That's probably what I would say. And then uh, a story. Um, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is uh, actually that the 38 no year. Um, And it was around, I think, Christmas break. And we had a huge storm, like snowstorm, huge snowstorm. Like I think the snow came up to my kneecaps outside of my apartment, and like, but like it was literally still storm. Like winds were going, snow was going. I had like a a little car, and he has Coach Mac has a truck, so he didn't want anyone driving to practice, and like everything was closed that day. It was terrible. I, I think it was negative something. You know, and he came around to everyone's apartment, to the dorms, everywhere, and picked everyone up and and dropped us off at the gym. And by the time we were supposed to have practice, you know, he was still driving around, picking everyone up. So the last person he got, and we were all in the gym, and we are supposed to have a hard practice probably. And he was like, you know what, you guys can just shoot you guys can just have fun to shoot, do shooting games or something. And at that moment, I, I feel like, you know, our team was something special because any other team in the country would have canceled practice. Any other team would have, would have just been at home on, on video games or watching movies or, you know, just yeah. doing the regular stuff. But he, he picked everyone up in his truck during, during a snowstorm like, I remember I couldn't even see the road. And I was like, this this is definitely dangerous. But, you know, I trust <laughs> him. So, and we made it. We all made it safely. Um, and I feel like that day really, you know, I think that day really 
brought a vision to my mind that we were going to win the championship. That's so cool. That's so cool. I think there's, you know, if you were to go around like and think back, there are so many stories like that at the small college level, right? Yeah. Like you're at Northwest Missouri State. Coach McCollum's the only guy getting you. Like they're, you know, like that's how it is at small college. Yeah. Um, and so at that level, it's so intimate. It's so, you know, it's such a relationship-based level. You, you, Trevor, you had a terrific career. Um, you know, back-to-back player of the year, more than 2,800 career points. Um, you know, you're the MIAA player of the year for three straight years, and you won the Bevo Francis Award. You won every major award that's out there in small college basketball. Um, you, I mean, you had opportunities to leave Northwest Missouri, right? Mm-hmm. What was it that kept you at Northwest Missouri State? Um, there was a couple things. Uh, at first, when I first got there, I, I, I never wanted to transfer. I never wanted to go somewhere else or go D1 in the, in the first place when I first got there. Mm -hmm. Um, then, you know, all of a sudden I get success and, you know, we start winning some championships and, you know, things happen and COVID hits and, you know, I think Ryan Hawkins come he came back for that mm-hmm. for that year. We win again. And then he transfers. He does his fifth or sixth year. Right. And right. I think I had I think I have one more year after that. And, you know, I just thought to myself, if I'm if I'm if I still think I'm doing better or getting better um with Coach Mack. And, you know, I'm still growing and I'm still learning the game. And, you know, I I know everyone at Northwest. I know all the plays. I, like, I'm a leader here. We just lost a leader. Um, you know, I just thought to myself, why not stay? Why not just finish it um, while, I, while I have success and I'm still growing under the person who believed in me in the first place and, I, you know, relationships are a two-way street. Like he put trust in me and I put trust in him. So why would I, you know, go away from that to go to a big D1 school that I had no idea what would happen, you know, like I could, I could have, God forbid, I could have got hurt if I transferred or something, or I could have, I could have been on the bench or, you know, you never know with other people, you know, but I did know that I I trusted Coach Mack and he trusted me and he wanted the best for me. And that, you know, that's all you can ask for in a coach. And also Northwest is a great place um, for students, for athletes, for literally anyone, fans. Um, And, you know, once you build a family for four years, you know, you you don't really want to leave them just for one year for, you know, selfish reasons. Um, And, that's probably that's probably the the best way I can explain it why I stayed. Yeah, I I love that. I mean, we're in a different era, as you know, with NIL yeah, sure. and the transfer portal. Um, I guess one of the things I want to point out is that you never lost an NCAA tournament game. That is remarkable. I mean, you're undefeated in the NCAA tournament. Do you understand how remarkable that is? Uh. <laughs> No, not <laughs> until you said it right right now. Um, I remember seeing that uh, after the championship, but 
yeah now now you just said that and it's it's crazy so along along that line you won multiple national championships is any one of them more special or more unique than the others or do they all have like a certain place in your heart um I feel like I feel like the first one was really special because we lost like five seniors or five or six seniors. Um, they graduated, and so coming back that next season, it was it was kind of different, you know. Um, and you know we kind of motivated ourselves a little bit, you know, with some self talk and and saying how no one believes in us because we lost five seniors in the in the player of the year and all sorts of stuff and just the intensity and the focus that we had that year um, was like nothing else I've ever been a part of. I mean, we were, we were completely focused every practice. We competed every practice. We made each other better each and every single day. Um, and I'll for sure never forget, never forget that year. Um, 38. No, um, that, that was a really special one, but, I'm going to have to put my last one up there. Um, I mean, I'm not an emotional guy, like, on the court at all. But if you were at that game, I I was very emotional. Um, I flexed a lot. I don't even know what I did in the first half. I think I blacked out. But <laughs> uh, I put my heart and soul in that last game. Um and you can tell if you if you watch the game over. Um, but the the last one definitely is probably my favorite one. I'm glad you brought up the emotion that you were playing with. Um, I had a chance to meet mom at the Hall of Fame induction. She is mm -hmm. so proud. You know, she you can tell she is so proud of uh, of Trevor. And she spoke very highly of you and your family, kind of bringing mm -hmm. them along for the ride. So. How have they supported you? You know, what's that been like for you and your family to go on this amazing journey together? Um, it's great. I'm just I'm just happy they could they could be there, you know, for me. Um, very blessed that they're, you know, still here with me. And uh, you know, it all started with my sister, you know, playing playing basketball with her outside mm -hmm. in the yard. Um then, you know, my my dad was a chaplain for the K-State women's team, so he kind of brought me along to some practices. We went to pretty much every home game um, while I was growing up. So I watched a lot of basketball with that. Then, you know, I had an older brother who used to beat me up outside on the court, so he kind of made me tough. And, you know, just just they all played a part in, in my success um, on the basketball court. And uh, I couldn't thank them enough. And they were they were with me every step of the way. And it was very enjoyable um, and very exciting and uh, just blessed that they were there. All right. So last couple of questions. You played last night um, here over the weekend, kind of a pre-recorded episode. But how did the game go yesterday? Um. Like my coach said here, we played a good 33 minutes. And then the last seven minutes, we did not play good at all. Um, uh, we lost We lost to a good team. Um, you know, made some made some 
some uh, turnovers and missed some shots and defense was kind of shaky the last seven minutes. But overall, the, the game was – it was a good game. It was a good team. We played and battled. And then, you know, it kind of fell apart at the fourth quarter. But, you know, we collected ourselves today, had a good practice today. Um, and we're back to it on uh, Wednesday. So we got to get going for that one. All right. Well, good luck on Wednesday. And and last 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 question, scheduling wise, uh, when are you coming back to the states? And then, what are you most looking forward to when you get back to the states? There's got to be something, right? Um, when I get back to the states, I think we have a break in February. I want to say, but I'm not sure. So. You know, I don't know how the how the playoffs go over here, but I know our last regular season game is like the middle of May, um, and I think I think it goes all the way until maybe June. I think like the the finals or the cup finals. So hopefully, hopefully we we get it going, and uh, I won't be back home for a while. So hopefully, <laughs> I'll win good. a lot over here, but. For your second question, um, hmm. I don't know. I'll probably I'll probably gain like ten pounds when I get back. I'll probably <laughs> eat so much. Probably Chipotle, Wingstop, probably probably every American fast food restaurant you can think of. <laughs> um, yeah, that's probably it. Well. I I listen. My, my wife and I got to go to France uh, a couple summers ago. We loved it. You know, I'm sure as uh, as you spend more time there, as you win more games, you'll start to enjoy the finer parts of French life. But uh, man, this has been this has been terrific to have you on today, and so insightful for all the listeners and the small college basketball fans. We've been talking about you for three years on this podcast, so I'm I'm grateful that you uh, took the opportunity and made the time to 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 talk today. Um, you know, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. You got it. And uh, we wish you the best of luck in France. Hope uh, hope to follow your career, maybe coming back to the NBA at some point. But whatever happens, best of luck. You know, keep playing well. And and thank you for all your different small college basketball. Congrats on the Trevor Hudgens Award. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this week's Small College Basketball Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Please like and subscribe for our weekly episodes and interviews that celebrate the incredible players, teams, coaches, and history of small college basketball. The Small College Basketball Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. You can follow the Small College Basketball Podcast on Twitter or Facebook. Visit us at www.smallcollegebasketball.com. Small College Basketball would also like to thank Visit Central Florida for their support of the Small College Basketball Podcast and the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Start planning your Central Florida vacation now at visitcentralflorida.com. Visit centralflorida.com.